0: Hello and welcome to Stranger Stopping Strangers, podcast number 37. A big welcome back to anyone who's returning and thanks for stopping in to anybody who's new this week. Well, this week I got an opportunity to talk to Ashley Beth and Ashley is the singer for the band Sugarline Blue. Uh, what I've learned a lot about is Sugarline Blue, much like The Grateful Dead, is really all about connecting with the people. Um, The people who are listening to their music and uh, creating a community is just a really important component um, that connects these two bands together. And, you know, even more interesting is within the community, the way Ashley, Beth and I met was uh, a friend of mine on Twitter, PGL 1015, who's both a deadhead and a sugar line blue head. Uh, reached out to us and um really wanted us to make this podcast. So, you know, here we are. The ultimate sense of uh coming together. Some of my favorite parts of this conversation is hearing Ashley's perspective as, you know, a musician, a songwriter, and a member of a band. Um it was just really cool hearing, you know, her thoughts on topics that, you know, really must be important to all musicians, you know, how they feel about studio music versus making live music, and where their inspiration is drawn from, and getting along within a band, and those dynamics, uh, and so much more, like, really cool. And, you know, as always, the best part was that we just had so much fun. Um, to hear more about Sugarline Blue, and, and to see them, their website is www.sugarlineblue.com, and you can find them on all the social medias. YouTube is a great place to find them, and Instagram, Facebook, and, of course, Twitter. So, as always, I hope everyone enjoys, and we'll catch you in a couple weeks. Well, Ashley, welcome to Strange Stopping Strangers. Thank you, Stacey. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, we we kind of cheated a little bit and wanted to have, like, the the intro chat, and you and I have been talking <laughs> <laughs> All day on the phone.
1: Yeah. So
0: yeah, you're not a stranger anymore. Um, but that's fun. That's good. It's uh, we have banter now, so it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's awesome. well,
0: well, the first thing we have to do is give a shout out, and you're you're the shout out queen, so do the shout out. Well, shout out! We're shouting
1: out to P J L, and thank you for uh, introducing these two strangers, myself and Stacy. So thank you, you. can do this
0: interview, yeah, woohoo I have gotten multiple tweets and a uh, email so um which you know, I just love that there's people out there that are like excited, invested in, into it, so thank it's you awesome. P-G-L. PJL. i p j l i'm sorry p j l so now that we 've gotten all of our shout outs out of the way, uh, we'll get into the uh The deep, dark conversation topics the meat of this podcast, (laughs) which is music and inspiration that moves us brightly. So tell me, you know, a musician and, you know, makes such beautiful music. Tell me a little bit about, you know, how it came to be and your inspiration.
1: Well, thank you. I'm not sure if you can pick this up. My cuckoo clock is is ringing in my head now. (laughs) Perfect, Perfect timing for the cuckoo clock. Yeah, so my start in music, I I have been, I would say, invested in music since I was really young. I was brought up in the Church of Christ, which uh, you may know or not, that there's no musical instruments. So it was all about vocalization, and there's some beautiful things to hear. Whether you're of a religious bent or not, if you walk into a Church of Christ, there's some beautiful vocalizations that you really just don't hear outside of that kind of a cappella scenario. It's lovely but yeah growing up there was it that was the my musical experience and then when i got in school you know i was in choir and did stuff with that but nothing serious and uh when i met my husband dave which is our guitarist they had me join the band and i was a mousy thing it was i was really really shy and i sang like two songs and, and would like sit down in between i was really very self-conscious and very shy and Really, I think he just thought I was cute, and that's why he let me in the band. <laughs> <wasn't 'cause> <laughs> Every said... band wants a little eye candy, you know, raises, uh, raises the... Uh... Hey, I thought he was cute, too, so it went both ways, you know. But it was him and actually my stepfather, um, who we introduced to my mother through our music, who kind of, they brought me out of my shell. And one thing Mike, my stepdad, said to me was, you have to learn to like the sound of your own voice. And that was a major lesson because I was so shy um, on the stage. Like it was a huge thing. And Dave kept pushing me and encouraging me and helping me along, just kind of nurturing music in me. Like, so that's my personal thing. And like, because I was raised in kind of a, a restricted musical childhood, I could say, um, It was limited to, like, country music and gospel music and uh, the church music. And when I was able to choose my own music, and I've told this story, it's funny, when I bought my own CD player for the first time, I could only afford three CDs for the three-disc changer. And I bought Bob Marley and the Wailers, Metallica, and Enya. And they were on. <laughs> yeah, That's a, that's, a, that's like throwing the seats out there, right? I mean, that's awesome. Right? Yeah, you listen you're, to them yeah. over and over again. So like, when Dave and I met, he introduced me to a lot of music that I just hadn't been exposed to. And even now, like, as we're choosing our shout outs, Russ and Dave, well, they'll be batting back and forth what songs we should choose. And I'm like, yeah, never heard it. And they're like, it's the Beatles. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, still haven't heard it. It doesn't help me hear it. <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah, so I, I I give Dave a lot of credit for um, my musical inspiration. Yeah, your he's, discovery. He's introduced me to a lot. Yeah, he's introduced me. I mean, he introduced me to the Dead. So I mean, that's and they're they're one of my favorite influences. Them um, like I I love the Dead and and Tedeschi Trucks and. Uh, Government Mule, that whole kind of a, a jam band collective. I really enjoy that. But he is absolutely responsible for my introduction to all of that. So I give him full credit. <laughs> fantastic. Well, you know, and the
0: thing that's so neat about that is that, you know, when you, you mentioned three CDs that you put in, I mean, they're just, yeah. they're so, um, it's so, it's such an eclectic mix. And, yeah. well, I don't know if they go as, as far as Metallica, I mean, there's definitely, I mean, it's definitely rock and roll influences, but,
1: um, yeah. and actually,
0: you know, cheating. You and I talked about this earlier yeah, a today. little bit. A little bit. A little bit. We, you know, we, uh, we, referring back to the earlier conversation today, I mean, what's so neat about the Dead is that they hit on everything, you know, and that yeah. and that it just is, it's just so exploratory to, you know, to folk music, to uh, rock and roll, to blues, to, you know, jazz, to improvisation. I mean, everything. And yeah. um, I think that's why well, there's such a I, loyal following
1: yeah listening to them as as a musician listening to a successful uh venture in music um and, and different all different aspects because the, you know there was uh jerry had his own solo thing and then there was the dead and then you know now there's uh dead and company and Celeste and Friends, and like all the different forms of, of the dead music. And I'm talking with my hands right now. You can't see me, but I am motioning <laughs> like a traffic director. But um, like in all their different ventures, you know, they were successful and have and continue to be successful. And so watching uh, a successful role model and seeing that they didn't mind crossing those genre barriers and they were still successful is like having permission in my own music. To not have to um, marry a genre. Right. It, give, it gave us permission to explore into the full potential of what us as a band, like the entity of my band Sugar Line Blue, what can we create? Not what should we, you know, it's like what is possible. Right. And it just opens up all the doors. It's like them going, hey, you should really try this because it's fun. Yeah, no, I, I mean, no, yeah. it's, it's everything.
0: Absolutely. And it changes, you know, like, uh we're going to go into, you know, the song in a minute that you picked. And I mean, you, you know, what you said is like the classic response when I was like, okay, what dead song, you know, inspires you and you're like, today you know like it keeps yes. changing you know like i can't be hard pressed to pick an inspiring song because yeah. you know the music changes and our relationship with it changes and what yes. you're feeling one day you're feeling something else another day and and um no it's like always the hardest question is like what's your favorite song yeah. um you know and it's like well i mean you know it's it's impossible so i mean i think you started with ripple and then we went yes. into scarlet begonias and then we decided yes. to make it personal with your birthday concert yeah and <laughs> <laughs> we went through three songs before we came up with one that had a meeting behind like like a lockdown you know back yeah. excuse but but i love that because it's so exploratory too and honestly they're all such different songs i mean ripples yes. the begonias and althea i mean you're looking at a, a ballads versus, you know, a, a jazzy number. I mean, yeah. they're, they're all from different um, albums and different eras. So, I mean, just that in itself well, is just meaningful.
1: Also, like, you've got, I think the great thing about the dead and the dead community specifically was that there are so many recordings of so many shows from different perspectives. It's not just like the tapers, you know, there next to the soundboard. It's not just the board recordings. It's not just the studio recordings. It's from all different perspectives, from so many different uh, events, from so many different venues. Even they changed how their songs were played. You know, when we're learning a dead song for us to cover, we have to listen to four or five versions before we land on one that we sort of want to to imitate right so, because I'm the one they that's inspiring yeah, the
0: all one, the time right well the one that like jives with your you know with your right. vibe and what you're doing yeah. and, and for that moment <laughs> but that moment again and your vibe has probably changed their vibe absolutely. absolutely i'm trying to think of yesterday i was with my my boy and we were driving and poor kid you know I just make him listen to my shit all the time and we were listening to a red rocks eyes of the world and it was so slow and I liked it, but I, I I liked um I was listening to it, and it was just it was very extreme. And then I switched to my probably my favorite recording that's been on this podcast a couple of times, which is the From the Vault, huh? which is like that mid tempo. And yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're in the mood for different things at different times, and absolutely, I I love it.
2: Well, let's Will go we? play some yeah, music. Yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, let's go
0: in and let's play the Althea. And uh, and then I want to come back and, and chat some more and explore some different topics. But uh, we're gonna we landed on you, Althea,
1: and and tell yes. us final Ashley, answer
0: why final answer, Althea, and tell us <laughs> tell us about
1: this auspicious occasion. Well, this is from the uh, my birthday concert. So it was actually on my birthday while I was being born. Um, yeah, so that's kind of special and i just learned that there was a birth i I didn't even know that was a thing i was like oh i wonder and i googled it and sure enough (laughs) probably only with the dead right i mean they they toured so much that you can pretty
0: much i do a throwback thursday and at least four years hub up for every
1: throwback thursday when i just put the date so well they've got so many and like i was saying like because you did have that community that was interested in preserving and archiving their concerts it's all been saved. And so like you there, I don't think that a lot of bands have done that. So, um, so so closely followed that i agree i don't think any have yeah Uh -uh. i mean like i don't think any have Uh -uh. you can't
0: just like pull a rolling stones concert from 1977 or pull you know i don't know the first one that came to mind but yeah pink floyd from you know 19, you know 75 maybe if they
1: were on tv or something you could get some sort of archived material but but as for a concert you know and it being sort of a closed event a ticketed event um, the, the fans, the community of people that follow the Dead, really made it possible for for the later fans to be able to experience. I never got to see uh, the Grateful Dead with Jerry. I never got to see that, but I'm still able to experience it thanks to people who were there who were interested in archiving. So I'm really grateful to the community for allowing like later fans, you know, and, and future generations to still. Experience experience those concerts and be able to like AB you know whether they like this song at this concert or this song at this concert better you know Oh so, yeah. No, I mean
0: this podcast yeah. wouldn't be possible I mean I could not agree with you more the whole, the whole idea of what I'm doing and people picking out you know shows that they were at or shows that were inspiring or shows that are meaningful to them you know for you for your birth date or for somebody yeah. that they you know just their favorite to listen to or their first show or their last show or I mean whatever the situation is I mean that without and actually even further shout out not them i shouting out to anyone who's listening about this. But the archive dot org. I mean I I mean yeah. that one website has preserved everything. That one archive dot org is my everything. I don't know what I I wouldn't be able to do this without that.
1: It's awesome. No, yeah, it is. Right. I actually
0: donated and I think I tweeted when they were actually asking for donations and that the donation banner stopped coming up a couple months ago. But actually I will implore anybody who is listening, if you have a few bucks to donate to anything and you listen to archive.org um, go ahead and donate to it, you know, cause I use it. And I mean, as soon as that came up, I was like, well, fuck yeah, I'm going to donate. Cause where would I be without you? You know, right? like don't go away. Archive.org, right. you know, like I won't, <laughs> don't <laughs> go, go away, <laughs> you know, like what do you need? <laughs> and, uh, and, and it was like, I'm not a big like knee jerk donator to stuff. And I mean, it was, it was like, you yeah. know, like, where's my PayPal? So, um, it's awesome. no, it's no, it cause I, I like all of a sudden had this like fear of it disappearing
1: <laughs> and so it's like chocolate. Don't take my chocolate from no. me. Excuse me. I will pay for the chocolate. You leave it alone. No, I mean <laughs> I, I
0: tweeted it. I like went on like my, I think I sent him a message like for like that day. I went on my own campaign for archive.org because, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, thank God that somebody's out there doing this for everyone. Yeah. You know, it's so yeah. cool um now it's everything so um but they stopped asking for the donations so i think that that means that they they got what they needed to you know get to the next step so um
1: so Very yay cool. for the
0: community for stepping up and supporting them too like, yeah that's 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 a that's a really positive feeling oh right, well, let's go and tell and then we will come back and continue our chatter so everybody enjoy althea from September 5th.
1: My birthday. Woo hoo! <laughs> happy
0: birthday. <laughs> Woo 1979. And then we'll be back to talk tomorrow and hear some other um, close to home groovy tunes. <laughs> Althea from December 5th, 1979. Such a beautiful song that I just love, love, love.
1: Yes, Althea. is a great tune. I was going to tell you, uh, we talked about it earlier, but I wanted to mention uh, one of the reasons that we chose the song from that, from that is because uh, my bass player, Russ, his daughter, while she was being born, they had Althea playing in the... The room on there, they had made a mixtape while she was uh, in labor for her to listen to and like chill, you know. And uh, while his daughter was being born, Althea was playing. And so her middle name is actually Althea. So I figured on my birthday, while Mary Jean was being born, it just kind of—it's a synchronicity, yeah. It's a—it's a full yeah.
0: circle, uh, yeah. It's a full circle little you know magic and a
1: lovely song i mean it's a it's really a lovely song too it is and you know
0: it's such a fun song to break down the lyrics too because you know it can go in so many different directions you know i mean as it going in uh the wrong direction just kind of almost cited a lyric with that uh with that observation but um (laughs) but i it's like i don't know i've been i've been listening to it a lot lately and i guess really all of the dead songs do this but um it's changed its meaning for me so many different times yeah. you know um which you know i i kind of have the annotations book and I read a little bit about some of the inspiration you know behind what it was but um but yeah you can that that song you could really apply to a lot of different
1: mm-hmm. situations yeah yeah absolutely i mean that's one of the things like that i've taken away from a lot of uh the dead songs you know robert hunter's writing and whatnot is uh the ability for it to fit a different scenarios for different people because it means something to me but I want it to mean something to you as well but it doesn't have to be the same something oh, I want it to be
2: absolutely. fluid
1: enough that it fits into all the cracks and crevices you know for not just myself for other people to find meaning in something that I found a different meaning in. and I think that's a lot of one of the most fun things about writing music is uh, to be poetic about something that's very uh, a pointed experience in your life, but make it poetic enough that it's it's got covers a broader spectrum. It I think says. the dead, yeah, I think the dead were really gifted in that area, and and both Bobby and Jerry were very gifted in the delivery
0: mm-hmm.
2: of
1: these stories that are wrapped up in music. I think it's lovely.
0: Absolutely. Well. Yeah. um I want to talk a little bit about, so I mean, we've just been talking about it, and the musical influences. So you guys, you know, you, you write music and, and you play original yeah. songs. And we're, we are going to uh, play that. But, I mean, you do the Sunday shout-out. I want to hear a little bit about yeah. that. I want I want you to tell everyone about the shout-out and, uh, and what's behind that and, uh, and and where that's coming from.
1: Okay. So the Sunday shout-out, it's something, it was Dave's brainchild, um, And I love doing it. It is a challenge and a benefit to us as well as I think people that want to be involved in music all the time. The the whole idea for us was when we first started getting into Twitter. Uh, We gained fans from literally across the world. And we're like, well, we're not going to be able to get out to Spain for the one guy that's following us for some time, you know. So we're like, how do we involve him and how do we thank him for his friendship? Because I think, like, for us, at least at the stage we're at with our band, it's it's more of a friend, uh, a friendship than a, a fanship. I, I I think it's a, a subtle differentiation, but we feel. Uh, in community with the people who enjoy our music, so like we're like how do we how do we extend a more intimate friendship with these people that we're not going to be able to see from across the world for some time and uh, in in different parts of the country even that we're just not able to logistically travel to so Dave said, what if we just dedicate a song?" to one of our Twitter followers every week, and we'll call it the Sunday shout-out. We'll shout-out to somebody specific every week. And so we started it up. It's been almost four years now. Wow. We're coming up on 200 songs that wow. we've covered. Um, we, we did do a Kickstarter campaign in which we did some original songs, and we also do, like, a, a songwriter series where we debut, like, baby songs, like, just after we wrote them. Huh. And so so people can see them in their infancy and then see how they grow to become album ready and then hopefully see how they morph into the live show, because the live shows are really where music breeds. It's where it takes on a life and it evolves and whatnot. And an album is just a snapshot of the life of the song. It's kind of like people. You have pictures from when you were young, but you don't look like that anymore. So right. I, I think music is alive that same way. So the Sunday Shoutout, um, it, it has been wonderful for us, and I think for people, there have been people... Um, They've created their own Sunday shout-out community, which is not something we (laughs) foresaw. But we love it because they've gotten where they kind of talk to each other even almost more than they talk to us. So they'll talk back and forth. And I love to see that interaction because when we started Sugar Lime Blue, one of the things that we really wanted was one of the things that the Grateful Dead created. And that was a community of people um, on the stage – That transcended the stage to off the stage for people that came to be a part of our community that existed on the stage um, to have their own community that surrounded that, like the Dead did. The people that followed them and were invested in life with other people who were also following them or who were really into them. There's there is a, a a Grateful Dead culture that is different and if you're in it you know it and you know other people that are in it and you feel a sense of community with absolute strangers because of the connection of the Grateful Dead and we wanted to create something similar we wanted to imitate that community for ourselves and and extend use music as the vehicle for that because it was such a cool thing and I haven't seen anything like Fish does a little bit of it String Cheese Incident has a bit of it um even widespread panic they do kind of that same but it's not to the great extent that the dead had you know or have even but we wanted to do that same thing and and by extending the site shout out from our living room to people's living rooms across the world we felt like we've been able to create that community even though we don't get to see it every time we play out we know it's there and like it makes us feel really good. <laughs> no,
0: I th- I think it's so amazing, and I mean it's so beautiful. I like have gotten the goosebumps from hearing you talk because it's just it's so beautiful and so right on. And I mean, and it goes back to why we're talking in the first place. I mean, th- that's it's so neat because, and yeah. I think I said earlier I'm always looking for that you know serendipitous moment of everything, yes. but you know. PJL, you know, I mean, he's part of both communities. And and he wanted us to connect with each other because, I mean, he and I met because we're both dads on Twitter, you know. Like, we don't know each other, but we, you know, become friends just via that connection.
1: Yeah. And he's part of
0: your community, and he wanted to connect us together. So, I mean, it's the ultimate expression of of what you're creating and why we're here talking to each other at all, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I'm so grateful. You know, sometimes I... I get on about. Social media, sometimes, you know, it can be a time thief, but it has allowed us to be very connected in a way that we wouldn't be able to be. Uh, We wouldn't be able to be a a global band if we didn't have Twitter or YouTube or any of these formats that we're using now. Um, We actually, we learned about uh, the, the Dead Covers Project through social media. And uh, we were a part of it last year. We uh, covered Little Sadie, which I heard a rendition on the Pizza Tates and just fell in love with it. Had never heard the song before. And they're like, Dave and Russ were both like, oh, we should do this for the Dead Covers Project. And I'm like, I'm in. So we did that last year. And this year we covered Morning Dew. And they actually featured us on both their Facebook page and on the Dead uh, Covers site. So um, we were in the, the top ten for most of the month, too. So I think we ended up at five, either four or five um, on the list. So, yeah, that's been pretty cool.
0: That is so, so awesome. Yeah. Well, that just goes right into our next song selection. So there we go. Yay, that's it. It. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. This is all just happening organically, listeners. So the next song we're going to play is, is, is you playing Morning Dew, which is so beautiful. I got a chance to listen to it. And, oh, my God, it's it's just fantastic.
1: Thank so you. I'm very
0: excited to play this. So I'm going to play it. So okay. Is, um, anything else you, yeah, there we go. We're going to play it. Any, anything else you want to tell the listeners before? Just, just enjoy.
1: Just enjoy, yeah.
0: Right on. Well, let's play that, and then we'll be back to talk a little more and hear a little more music. All right. Sugarline Blue playing "Morning Dew," and uh, that brings me to you know the next topic I want to talk about, which is you know a, a bit more about Sugarline Blue and you know what you guys are up to and uh, you know just actually what I really want to know is where did the name come from? It's such a cool I name. Tell me that. I, I want to know it. the name. Yeah, that's my first question about about the band is where the name come
3: from.
1: Well, we put a whole bunch of Scrabble tiles out on the table and just arranged them. No, it's. <laughs> oh, we, um, there's several different places it came from. It came really, we wanted a strong visual image to go along with uh, what we had and kind of a feeling to it, like a visual image to attach the feeling that we wanted our music to give. And we wanted it to be really refreshing and uh, really something that somebody could make a mixed drink out of, so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: capturing every vice there.
1: <laughs> so that's, that's uh, yeah, it's, it's not a long story. We just really like the way it sounded from the onset. It's like, you know, when you hear something that you enjoy, or like when you're picking like a child's name, you're like, no, not these combinations, no, not these combinations, that's it. That's the one. And when we, when we came across it, that's, that was the one for us, and so it's, uh, and because it sounds like mixed drink. So.
0: <laughs> that is awesome. How long has the band been in its formation? Uh,
1: that's, that's hard to answer. Um, Dave and I have been at this for a while. Russ came in with us uh, right at 2011, um, so he's, he's been with us since 2011. He's our bassist and we have had a slew of drummers we've got a few drummers right now working with us so we're it's never a solid state it is shifting and we've had we've got a guy that plays steel with us from time to time and we've got people that'll come in and play percussion with us or play banjo or mandolin um we just try to have a good time whoever can make it that's great Yeah, so, no,
0: that's awesome. And you know what? It's, it's so funny. Like, this is the part of the podcast where I want to, you know, want to hear about Sugar line Blue. Yet what you just said just, again, resonates right back to the Grateful Dead and the Deadheads yeah, and the bands yeah. and the, the fluidity of it all, you know, and the different eras and different times and, yes. and, and the different um, feelings that it evokes. So, I mean... Well, like
1: we were talking about snapshots earlier. There's 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 a time where, like, somebody isn't in your snapshot anymore, whether they move away or uh, they pass away or they uh, just move on to different things other than what you're doing or you move away from them. Um, it's, it's the same thing with the music and with the band. And we want it to go, we have a vision for it, and we want it to go in a certain direction. And we try to, like I said, be a community on stage. And sometimes we feel the sense of community with somebody, and somebody, sometimes we just can't, can't go forward with them. You know, you hit a brick wall with them. Even though you like them as a human, musically, you can't move forward with them. So we just, we try to keep that sense of balance on the stage, though, and, and have it be a friendship. Have it be a real band of people that enjoy one another's company, as well as, like, making the music together. Like, the music, because music is so intimate, it's like a marriage. I heard it said, it's like marriage without sex, to have a bandmate. It is. It's very, very intimate because you're you're everybody on the stage with you is passionate and they all have their own opinion. And sometimes you don't agree with each other. So you have to really love each other to get through those disagreements, to come out on the other end and still be passionate about the thing that you're creating together, because it is creativity and passion and and intimacy. And it's a beautiful thing if you can work together with it.
0: Oh, I, th- I think that's beautiful, absolutely. Um, no, and that's why bands break up. And sometimes right. they break up and get back together. And yeah. Because, you know, and that's, yeah, well, you see these, these bands and these people that have begun, to they're so long. And, and even, you know, what's kind of fun is when people go in their other directions, and then they come back together again. And yes. create their own stuff. and. And that's really what all marriage and relationship should be about is, is yes. cultivating your own passions and your own things, yet still being able to be a unity. And, um, you know, I, I, I go back to the Grateful Dead, you know, with Bob doing his stuff and Jerry, yes. you know, really doing so much of his own stuff and Mickey doing his own stuff. And um, and it creates a really healthy relationship, you know, where you can go apart and come back and pick back up and, and know yeah. together.
1: some me time. Yeah, so sometimes that's, uh, you know, we we just like we enjoy making music, and we we like to make it with people we like. So that's that's what we try to bring to the stage. It's just us having a good time, and if you want to come see us having a good time, then you can come out and see us. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome.
0: So we're gonna play "Flying High." So tell me a little bit about this song, and uh, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna play it for everyone to hear.
1: Yes, Flying High. Uh, Part of the reason, we kind of deliberated over what song we were going to send you to listen to, because, of course, we think we have lots of good ones, Uh, but this one in particular, um, we felt like it was one of the ones that captured some of the influence that you can hear the influence of the dead in the music. It's got some of the psychedelia, um, some of that the vibey sort of jam section in it and it's got a really cool music video that goes with it too that we just recently uh put out there you can find it on youtube so you can see the video uh sugar lime blue flying high um so you can actually see the some of the trippy stuff in there and you might get your um might see a rabbit or two (laughs) as well
0: well, I am definitely going to be looking at that as soon as we hang off the phone. So, awesome. well, I don't have the video, but you know, actually, I did just start a Stranger Stopping Strangers YouTube page. So I'm gonna, um, I gonna share yes. the video to pull my it YouTube on page. over. Yeah, I'm gonna pull Absolutely. it on over. That's a, yeah, that's the, the the newest, latest, and greatest is trying to get some video footage and some different stuff from people. So. Um, so, anybody who's listening, I'm going to play the song for you next, and then if you bop over to the Strangers Stopping Strangers YouTube channel, you can see it. Or, of course, go to Sugar Live blues youtube channel and then you can yes. see everything and not just just one thing but yeah you can we... pull
1: over whatever you want any, <laughs> any of our dead covers
0: any of the dead cover projects
1: please yeah please. the more the merrier for sure
0: fantastic well let's play it and then i want to come back and hear a little bit about uh what you got going on this uh, spring and summer and a little bit more on where to find you and uh and we'll say goodbye so everybody right. enjoy Welcome back to listening to Flying High. And actually, this was so much fun. I mean, this, it was fun. This, Thank you, This has you, been Stacey. so much fun. This was and thanks again. Begin. Thanks again to Pjl for hooking us up together. Thank, Thank you, Jail. Pjl. <laughs> yeah. And I promised you this was going to be forty-five minutes, and it's been oh, like hours of our day getting to know each other it's, which is, it's 45
1: minutes plus
0: <laughs> <laughs> plus 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 no it's, uh, it's been so much fun no, it really, has been fun thank a, you honestly and truly so I just want to do like a quick plug because I want everyone to be able to find you like where you
1: play and, and you know we just mentioned the YouTube but give it a go tell everyone Absolutely. where do we find you uh, the best place to go to find us is sugarlineblue.com it's sugar like the sweet stuff, lime, the citrus fruit, and bluethecolor.com. So uh, you can go there. We have our tour dates are on there. Our uh, You can stream some of the videos. We try to keep up the shout-out on there and the newest things that we're doing. You can also sign up for our newsletter through the website. Um, you can find our tour dates on Bands in Town as well. You can track us that way. We are on Twitter and Instagram and so and, and just be aware, if you do come and like us on Facebook, Facebook has this great feature where you don't always get to see the things that you want to see. So please keep coming back and checking on our Sugarline Blue Facebook page. If it's not showing up in your news feed, it's not because we're not putting stuff out there. That's so nice. we want you to be able to engage with us. And, of course, our YouTube channel has a new video literally every week because we're doing the Sunday shout-out so you can always come, and if you're just hankering for some music, you can see our Sunday shout-out. If you're following us on Twitter, please be sure to converse with us, so we know you're a real person, and you get the chance (laughs) for a shout-out to be shouted out to you. So, yeah, that's that's us.
0: That's you. I love everything you're doing. I love the music I've heard, and I can't wait to hear more. And honestly, I just, I love the vibe. I love the community. I love just, you know, the spirit. It's, um it's, it's awesome. And, uh, and I, I feel like, you know, better for getting to know you. So that's Aww, everything. Thank
1: you. Right thank on. you, Stacey. I feel honored to be part of such a wonderful community as well. So um, like our Sugarline Blue people there, I, I feel honored to be at, at that, the front person for that. And I, I feel humbled and honored to be part of the Grateful Dead community and be uh, in some of like the Dead Covers project and stuff and have that, that kind of notoriety behind us. I, I feel really honored to be in the position we're in, to be able to play music and have people enjoy it. That's my dream, to play our music and have people that want to listen to it involved with us. So. Thank you for giving us another outlet for putting our music out there, Stacey. And thank you for um, engaging the dead community here for your podcast. It's a wonderful thing. And I really appreciate what you're putting out into the world. It's great. What you have to offer is a great vibe as well. It's an honor to meet you.
0: Oh, well, thank you. Well, we are, are everywhere, and hopefully we'll meet. So, again, I, absolutely, no doubt that, that our, our, our chatty chatty will continue on texting and, and hopefully get to meet in person soon. For sure. But for now, bye. Bye. Thank you, Stacy. Thank you. So much fun making this podcast with Ashley. I hope you guys enjoyed our chat and the awesome music from Sugarline Blue. Usually at this point, the podcast is done, but I have an extra track today. As we talked about, you know, so many of you listeners I've met through social media, whether it be Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. And last week, I got a message on Instagram from Monica, who asked me if I would play a song in memory of her fiancé, John, who has passed. He was a huge deadhead and full of love and light. And, of course, it was my pleasure to honor this. So the couple choices were Stella Blue or Cold Rain and Snow. And so it was that the show I pulled from Ashley's birth date happened to have a cold rain and snow. So I'm going to go ahead and play that track now. And this is dedicated for... John, Virgilio, and for Monica, peace and love, and we will catch you next time. Bye.